Hey, 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 what's going on, Podcast Nation? It is Jason Harris here, and thank you for joining me on another episode of the Matador Yachtcast. Yes, I said Yachtcast, not podcast. We are here in sunny Tampa, Florida, on this amazing boat where I get to talk to these two amazing individuals. Welcome to the Matador Yachtcast. Tune in for everything you need to know to stay in the know regarding the automotive industry. Here's your host, Jason Harris. I have the one, the only, the oh-so-famous Mr. Steve White. Steve, how you doing? Hey, doing great. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> and the powerhouse herself, uh, Allison from Pinterest. Allison, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. We're going to have a fun conversation today. That's what we're going to do. We are. We're going to talk about Pinterest. We're going to talk about creative. We're going to talk about measurables. And we're going to talk about how we can generate ROI. So, guys, uh, let's kick off the podcast. I like kicking off podcasts with origin stories because, hey, I'm always fascinated because no one wakes up one day and goes, huh, I want to be an automotive because that sounds like fun. Um, so I'm curious. I'm curious. You know, Steve, I'll start with you and then Allison. I'll ask you the same. How did you get started in this crazy little world we call the automotive industry? Yeah, so I have to date myself a little bit uh, going all the way back to uh, 1999 uh, when I did my first uh, Internet startup. Uh, and so I, you know, I discovered the internet when I was at school at Indiana and I just fell in love with, with the internet and its potential. Um, and so eventually found my way to, to launch my own startup in 1999. Uh, and then since then have just worked for a series of different companies, um, you know, at Chase, uh, and then at a TV station. And then at that TV station is where I partnered with the local print company to create ColumbusCars.com, which mm. was a, a regional car portal. Um, and so that was kind of my first foray into auto and just, you know, just kind of fell in love with it uh, ever since then. And then what, what year was that, by the way? 2004. 2004. That's that's still pretty. That's pretty early, yeah, man. That's yeah. uh, like I, I think I remember my dealership getting their very first website. Oh one, maybe. Oh two, possibly. Yeah. So yeah, that's early. I mean, yeah. back then we had to convince dealers <laughs> to put inventory online. So right. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Hey, Allison, for yourself, how did you decide to get into the automotive side? So I grew up in Metro Detroit, so <laughs> always surrounded by the industry. <laughs> I went to Michigan State when I graduated in 2007 with an advertising degree. Uh, the whole industry was going through a hard time. Mm. So I moved out of state. I actually came here to Florida for a few years. And when I came back to Michigan, I got back into automotive. So I was at Pandora Radio um, doing ad sales mm -hmm. for the OEMs for almost five years. And then in 2017, I came over to Pinterest. And so built up the tier one, tier two business in Detroit. And then in 2020, came over to build up the Tier 3 business. That's awesome. You know, I look, I, I'm excited that Pinterest is really kind of pushing hard into the automotive vertical. Uh, you know, I, I think there's a lot of dealers out there that don't even know that there mm -hmm. is a dedicated automotive team in yeah. Pinterest. And, and i got to be honest with you. When I first heard of uh, Pinterest with automotive, I was like, yeah, I mean, I understand shopping portal, but I think that's where I kind of bought that, you know, $60 camping light. And that's where I bought, you know, that, uh, what's those, uh, those salt uh, night light rocks for my kids. Yeah. And I'm sure. just like, $60,000 car. I wasn't quite putting the dots together, right? But it, it does make sense, though, because it is a shopping network. You know, um, and my I just recently had an experience kind of shopping there, which was kind of fun. Um, me and my wife are, are moving. We're looking at houses. She found a house on Pinterest wow. 
which linked over to the MLS, the listing. All right. And then I was like, she sent it to me. I'm like, well, where did you find it? I said, I, she was like, I found it on Pinterest. Nope. I said, really? <laughs> I said, okay. And th that's a considerably larger purchase than a car. So yeah. there's definitely something there. And I'm really excited to kind of get into it. For everyone out there that's watching and listening, Allison, yeah. uh, on the automotive side, can we just kind of can we just kind of overview of what automotive Pinterest looks like? Sure. So Pinterest is a visual discovery platform, and it's a place where people come to plan their lives. And so they come to the platform to plan for everything from what should I cook tonight for dinner, how should I redecorate my house, to what should the next car I purchase be. Um, and part of that journey also includes life moments. So people come to the platform specifically when they're having a baby, planning a wedding, planning on buying a home, cycling through these major life moments. And the cool thing is when you're cycling through a life moment, you're 2.4 times more likely to purchase a new vehicle in the next year. So what oh, a perfect okay. opportunity for dealers and OEMs to get their message in front of someone who's yep. cycling through a life <laughs> moment, actively planning for their future, and get their message in front of them when they're planning and likely going to purchase a vehicle. That's awesome. I mean, Steve, that's got to get you a little excited, yeah. right? I mean, you being the ad data guy, you're like, okay. So when, when you hear that, like, were you aware of Pinterest Automotive or you? I was not. Yeah. No. Okay, <laughs> see, there, we, no, there we go. There we go. But, but when you hear those kind of data points, you know, from a dealership's perspective, how do you think we can kind of utilize some of that? Yeah, no, I think uh, that signal data is super powerful mm -hmm. uh, from, from an audience perspective and what what we're kind of battling with dealers is this notion of what I call fake in market audiences mm -hmm. uh, to where your your people are selling these modeled audiences and there aren't they aren't true signals uh, of their intent to buy a car or that the life moment is not you know there's there's really no life moments to, to really uh, base that signal off of and so that kind of stuff really excites me and then I think you know, what we love to do is that, you know, being able to tell the story of how the, you know, the person bought that vehicle, that consumer purchase journey, all those different touch points that happened uh, along the way. Uh, and it's, I, I, it's very exciting to think about. And, and I know that Pinterest can play a big role in that, in that purchase journey. So that's, that's pretty cool. Well, I think what's interesting is the, is the shopping yeah. Right? Like I just think about like I think of I think of Meta, all right, and I think of Instagram and I think of LinkedIn and I don't necessarily go to those places to shop. Right. You know, right. I, I go to those places to socialize and connect with friends and family and, and I'm thinking like, but that makes sense. This is a this is a shopping network. Right. Yeah. Uh, so can we go dive just maybe a little bit deeper into some of the audience uh, type targeting that we can do? Sure. Yeah, so I think it's also important to think of Pinterest differently than the other platforms because yes. the mindset is different, right? Mm -hmm. When you're on Pinterest, you're planning for yourself. It's a very personal experience versus when you're on other platforms, you're there to connect with others, to share a business update, to be entertained. You know, there's always a place for other platforms, but Pinterest is very specific in what we do. And I think that's the differentiator for dealers. So when it comes to audiences, Pinterest has a treasure trove of data, of course. I imagine so. Um, so we uh, really lean into our interest data. So when a consumer is on the platform, they're saving weekly recipes. We know, okay, they're interested in healthy living. They're interested in maybe a gluten-free diet. You know, we can get very granular based on the behavior on the platform. And so when it comes to dealers, how they can tap into that, again, it typically comes down to like the life moments. If mm -hmm. someone is planning a nursery, then they're likely going to start 
researching and looking up car seats. Mm -hmm. Perhaps they already have a child or two. So do three car seats fit across that center row in their vehicle? Not usually. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. So now they're thinking, okay, maybe it's time for me to look at a third row SUV or a minivan. Right? So there's a very natural consumer journey that happens on our platform. Mm. And there's a lot of power there for the dealers to tap into. Yeah. Now, I, I think of like some of the other platforms and I think of, you know, we, we, we try to generate in our marketing efforts, yeah. try to generate awareness, yeah. right. you know, some interest, you know, and then hopefully to kind of remarket it like a hard call to action. Mm -hmm. um, this sounds like it's more, it's like I almost kind of skip the awareness part and I go straight to the interest, you know, yeah. kind of section. What are your thoughts, Steve? Yeah, no, I think I'll, I'll back up a little bit. I think the, I, I really believe the foundational thing of every dealer's marketing should be their first party data. Uh, yes. And the thing that excites me about Pinterest is, you know, your your guys' identity graph and being able to onboard, uh, you know, the dealer's data into that from, from an activation perspective. I think that's, that's really exciting. And then uh, overlaying those additional signals that you're getting. So now you've got all of your customer data, you know, sitting there in, in, in Pinterest, you know, you know of, of course, protected, um, but then having the ability to overlay different signal data, I think that becomes super powerful. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I feel from a, a dealer's perspective, um, you know, audience is big for us, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, like I understand, and I think many dealers out there understand that the, the more targeted I can get with my audience, uh, a, it's going to be less expensive. Uh, B, it's going to be incredibly more effective. Right. So, um, I can you, let's go into that a little bit more because um, not everybody may know, you know, how I can upload the data. What data can I upload to it? Sure. How can I kind of put those matches together? Yeah, absolutely. So, dealers have the opportunity to open an ads manager account on the platform mm -hmm. where they manage all of their campaigns from. And within that UI, they can simply upload their CRM data. So they can upload it, it's immediately hashed and protected, it's only for their use. Um, and then they can utilize that data how they see fit. So if they want to run a retargeting audience against it, if they have a subset of their CRM of lessees that are coming up and mm -hmm. you know they're trying to win that business again, um, they can go after them with a targeted message. You know, There's a lot of creative ways that they can pair their audience with their creative mm -hmm. and really make it impactful on the platform. Yeah. That is that, that is cool. I could see how that Steve, how would you see that kind of playing out in like a monthly dealership's marketing strategy? Oh, um, from a, from an onboarding perspective. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like an onboarding, and it's like I mean, you look, you know how, how dealership yeah. marketing is. You know, our messaging is changing. Right. You know, it's like, but now I feel like we're spending more time marketing brand, less time marketing cars because simply we just don't have them. Yeah. You know, so I could see how this is going to be incredibly beneficial as inventory levels continue, right. uh, but I think even more so beneficial as we're focusing a lot on branding efforts. Yeah, no, I think just, you know, keeping your brand top of mind uh, is super critical. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of those why buys, uh, it becomes, I think, really important. I think the other thing that a lot of the industry is not aware of is the whole notion of Safari and Safari traffic, mm -hmm. uh, that dealers are not retargeting literally 40 plus percent of their website visitors. And so, right. You know, I think that's what yes. gets me excited, too, is, you know, in order to do that, you have to first resolve the identities of those consumers. And then you tap into a platform like Pinterest that says, hey, I know who Steve is, mm -hmm. you know, that was just on your website. And so that it's that cookie bridge that I think becomes super exciting. 
I, uh, I agree with you. I think it's that cookie-less bridge that's going to be huge, yes, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, and I love that you brought that up because I still don't think a lot of the people no. that may be listening or watching right now realize that you know, our remarketing capabilities is almost gone. Right. Yeah. Um, really, really is almost gone. Right. And, and we're an industry that you know, our, almost all of our digital marketing efforts, or all, 70% of them focused on a heavy, heavy remarketing mm-hmm. yeah. campaign, and now that's gone. So you know, being able to, for, like you said, identify those people and then upload them into a system that we can then combine you know, life events, shopping right. habits, I imagine yeah. other brands that they're following as well, so we can associate, you know, that type of level as well. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about the creative, because I got to be honest with you, I'm not a big Pinterest user. Okay. Um, my wife is definitely, and my daughter is definitely the Pinterest users in the house. Um, they will send me things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's talk a little bit kind of about some of the creative formats that are available. Sure. Yeah, so Pinterest is a very visual first platform, right? Like when you log on, you open your app, it's just, it's all imagery and video. Mm. So uh, the creative, the quality of the creative is very important. So we can help support dealers, you know, in a variety of ways with that. In terms of formats, we have four standard formats that we offer to our dealers. It includes a static unit, a video unit, a carousel unit, which is a swipe through experience. It's great for telling a little bit of a story or going deeper on a specific model. And then, of course, shopping, which is our newest opportunity for dealers. Yes. The great thing about shopping is it's an easy, always-on, evergreen experience for dealers. Mm -hmm. So what they do is they upload their inventory feed, new vehicles only for the time being, into the platform. And from that feed, pins are automatically created. Mm -hmm. And then they can choose to promote those to people within their geographic range. So it's a great, always-on you know, opportunity for dealers. And then the best part is at the end of the month, they can match back their sales list Mm -hmm. to add exposure on the platform to really prove out the value of that digital ad spend. So it's our newest opportunity for dealers. It's something we're really excited about um, and something that we'll be talking about later today as well. Well, the exciting part is just that network is for shopping. Right. Like I just, I I keep going back to this. My dealer brain keeps going back. I'm like, wait a second. Those people that are going on that network has the mindset of they're looking to purchase something. Yeah. And, all, and I just I, I think that's absolutely awesome. Yeah. I mean, how do you think that's going to kind of affect me, some of the future maybe marketing budgets and strategies? Yeah, quick clarification. So the dealer doesn't have to do anything creative-wise because they're just taking the image. You're, just, you're doing it all for them. And I think that is exactly. so, so key yes. uh, in terms of not having to you know, produce new creative every single month. Um, right. So I, th- I think that that becomes super powerful because you see the other platforms making those same kind of moves. You know, dealers need that easy button. And it's my mm-hmm. belief that those types of programs are tailor-made for people that are, you know, I think kind of lower in the funnel. Yes. Um, because I think you've got your Y buys, you know, at the top of the funnel. And then once they get into that lower funnel, Turn that on, man. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like, I mean, I, I'd be excited. Yeah. You know, and, and the, the cool thing is, and I, I know we there's inventory level issues right now, but I actually don't necessarily mind because the way you guys have built it out, I'm only allocating ad spend to what I do have. Right. Absolutely. You know, so, you know, which is different than some of the other networks where I see a lot of ad spend, you know, advertising a $59 weekly payment on a car that... Right you can't buy or you're not going to get for another 12 months, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Our solution um, also refreshes every 24 hours. So if that car is sold today, you won't be wasting ad spend tomorrow. It's a really great way for dealers just to kind of set it, forget it, but have a really powerful solution in place. 
I love eliminating ad spend, don't you? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Reallocating right? it for new Re- things. There we go. There we go. Reallocating, yeah. not eliminating. Right. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about measurables. All yeah. right. And is that um, edibles or measurables? Edibles. <laughs> edibles. I did not do that last night. I, I swear, mom, it wasn't me. Um, no. <laughs> well, I just that's what came to mind when you said that. Sorry, I didn't that's do it either. But <laughs> um, measurables. Yes. Yeah. You know. Uh, <laughs> see, I can't get it out of my head now. Love you, Steve. Thank you. Um, this look. It, this is totally up your alley. I mean, this is what you guys do. Yeah. I mean, let's 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 not only spend the money. Let's put the ads out there. But like, le- how do we track it? Right. And you know, I think. You know, you can get lost in the sea of analytics incredibly right. quick. Right. You Absolutely. know, so, you know, if you were to pick maybe the top three or top five, you know, um, measurable analytics that are very important to dealers right now in their digital marketing efforts, what would that be? And then I'd be curious kind of how does that translate kind of over to Pinterest? Yeah, so. I would say, you know, you know, our primary focus and where we got our start was measuring to the sale. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I think that that is, you know, you know, obviously a critical KPI. But I also think, you know, being able to, you know, measure at the ad exposure level mm-hmm. is super, super important. Because if you're trying to base your marketing uh, ROI based upon click-through traffic and whether or not it converted on your website to a lead, it's like, that's not happening. And so, kind of that view-through attribution, I think, is, is super critical for dealers. Um, but then, another area of opportunity, I think, is with respect to, you know, moving beyond kind of the sale, but say, and particularly in these times, when... You know, Pinterest, let's say, produced a lead, right? Mm. So, so leads-based attribution at a, at a view-through level, I think, becomes super powerful because, you know, Pinterest and, and the marketer, you know, at the dealership, they did their job. You know, they, they produced yes. that lead. It's just that, that the car wasn't available or, or so something else happened. And so that's where we're really kind of leaning in into the future where we think uh, it, it just continues to give, you know, uh, ad platforms like Pinterest, uh, the, the credit they deserve. That's a great point. That's a great point. Yeah. Now, look, I, I know you guys didn't go through all this time creating this amazing platform and not supported some very cool measurables. Yep. You know, what, what, what were some of the highlights of analytics that dealers can kind of expect from Pinterest? Yeah, so we kind of have three tiers of measurement for dealers. So the first is um, basically your media metrics, right? Mm-hmm. So those are for advertisers who are just kind of scratching the surface of Pinterest. They're just kind of dabbling. So that's going to give them, you know, their CPMs, number of impressions, their reach, just basic digital metrics. And so then from there, we look at um, measuring, like, conversion and on-site activity. So that's going to involve placing the Pinterest tag. Then you can, you know, track back to a CPA, how many leads you received, all of that off-site activity. And then finally, we have um, conversion upload, which allows the dealer to take a sold list or a repair order list at the end of the month upload it back into their ads manager account and track back to ad exposure from the last 30, 60, 90 days, depending on the attribution window they use. So that's a really great tool. And that's what we encourage all of our dealers to use yeah. um, because it shows a, you know, a fuller picture of yes. their ad spend on the platform. You know, as I'm kind of listening to this and I'm kind of processing it in my head, um, something that come, come to me that I just, I would be excited about, super excited about. Um, I, I have a, a passion for accessories. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's because like the very first dealership I worked at was just very, very big into accessories. And as a salesperson, yeah. sometimes I would make more money on the accessories I sold than the car itself. And sure. you know, there's just, there's, there's a revenue stream that uh, there's some dealerships out there that have done amazing jobs tapping mm-hmm. into, but a lot that have not, you mm-hmm. know, hence the reason why these monster accessory companies yeah. exist and yeah. the dealers don't get it for it. But I just think it's a shopping network. Yeah. I sold them the car. 
I know I can upload the entire list of every single person that bought a Nissan Titan or a Rogue from me or a Toyota yeah. Highlander. I can put together my, my top five or ten SKUs of accessories, and it's like, boom, Excellent. I can be there. Yeah. Like that, I'm not, to me, I'm like, <laughs> yes, right? right? Because, like, that's not the mindset that I'm in when I'm in Meta. Right? Okay. I'm, right, I'm in the mindset of meta. I'm like, okay, what, 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 you know, what was my sister doing last week? Oh, that's the Mother's Day day. That looks great, right? Yeah, yeah. you know, um, but that's not my mindset when I'm in Pinterest, right. you know. Right. And I just, I think it'd be so cool if I, I just bought a brand new Nissan Frontier. Now they're showing me the tonneau covers. Now they're showing me the running boards. So I'm like, yeah, yes, I do want that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about like, let, let's actually play that kind of scenario out. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it just a click to the website. Can, is there any type of lead type formats that are currently in the platform? So we don't have a native lead format. Okay. Um, we lean on what the dealers build into their site. Mm -hmm. cool. We tag it appropriately so that we can measure. Um, but back to your point around the accessories, like I think that's an absolutely untapped opportunity for oh, dealers. Um, I'm excited yeah. actually, I wanna go back right now and run some, I'm gonna. Yeah, go so <laughs> when people are on the platform, you know, they're planning and, you know, about their life and what they want to do. So yes. if that's off-roading on the weekend, you know, they might need bigger tires. They might need a roof rack. They might need accessories yes. to bring that, you know, fantasy to reality. And so there is a huge opportunity for dealers to tap into that behavior yeah. on the platform. I was going to roll back a little bit to the whole uh, measurables. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start using that, dude. I, you got it stuck <laughs> in my head now. I'm just like <laughs> still early. Uh, I need coffee. Uh, um, but... I think the other thing, you know, as far as what we're, what we're trying to, to, to show dealers is it's not one thing, though, mm -hmm. in, in, in the journey. Like, I gave a presentation uh, yesterday uh, that, that looked at the consumer purchase journey, and uh, I, I showed a slide up there. The first touch was a cars.com lead. Mm -hmm. The next touch, uh, or the next thing that happened was three months later, the, the person bought the car. And I chuckled, and I said, well, you're probably saying, well, Steve, my CRM can do that for me. <laughs> but what I did was, is I said, actually, the journey started three months prior mm -hmm. to that lead, right? And then after that click that happened on Edmonds, I think it was like about a month later, a click happened on uh, Facebook. Mm -hmm. And they're like, wow, that's really cool. Then I showed in the next slide, and I said, actually, 58 touch points happened after the initial lead yes. to the sale. Uh, so it's like, don't evaluate your vendor's with on a, on a leads based approach uh, alone, you have to take into uh, account the, the anonymous shopper activity and, and stitch all that together. Hundred yeah. percent. You know, as, as you were kind of, you know, talking about that, something that kind of came to mind. I'm curious of it. Uh, demographic wise, mm -hmm. um, you know, I remember this was always a big, big conversation around Meta and Instagram and the, the difference between their audiences and their age groups and their demographics. What is what does that demographic look like for Pinterest? Yeah, so we have a massive reach. We reach over 400 million active users every month globally, <laughs> closer to 100 million in the U.S. Uh, we skew a little bit more female, which is not a surprise for many, but we yeah. do. Uh, but have I actually like that. Yeah, like so much. Sorry, anyways, go ahead. We do have a <laughs> massive male audience on the platform, and the cool thing about our male audience is that. Auto is their number one interest on the platform. So they're <laughs> coming to the platform with interest in automotive, all things vehicles. So again, like it's just a natural way for yeah. dealers and OEMs to get their message in front of an audience who cares. I think the other, I was just thinking about this, the other cool thing that would be cool to explore in terms of being able to target the household mm -hmm. 
So I think that not only are you tar targeting targeting mom, but you're also targeting dad. And I and I think that's that's what we're, we're kind of exploring in terms of being able to household the data so that you're targeting everyone in the household ex uh, in addition to just that in, in addition just to mom. Yeah. So well, it's so important. It's, it's exciting, right? Yeah, like I can see I can see yeah. the gears are rolling, yeah. rolling around right now. Yeah. Wait, if I did this and yeah. we could, you know, but, yeah. but no, you're hundred percent right. And and I I actually do like the fact that it is uh, skewed slightly over you know to more right. of a female audience because, uh, you know, stu the studies are out there. Uh, it is typically you know when it comes to the family vehicle of right. the house, it, it it is typically the the female of the house right. who really does kind of push for that purchase, does a lot of the shopping, right? You know, and I just we've never had a great way you know i think to effectively kind of market to that yeah. to that audience and i'm just i'm like yes and yeah. and i can understand how the creative could be just very different between right. how i kind of want to market to maybe the husband in the house versus right. the, kind of yeah. the wife in the house and it's just mm -hmm. yes i'm excited i gotta be excited okay um you know i know we're getting towards the tail end of our conversation but before mm -hmm. i kind of let you guys go kind of maybe final statements you know was there anything that maybe we didn't kind of cover that people should know about pinterest is there anything that we kind of didn't cover about just measurables <laughs> <laughs> Allison, I'll start with you, and Steve, I'll ask you. Um, I think for Pinterest, it's just really important for dealers to understand it's a full funnel opportunity for them. Mm. We recently published a case study with Healy Brothers, which is an automotive group up in upstate New York, and they were our alpha partner for our shopping um, opportunity. And during a three-month test, we were able to help them sell 153 vehicles. And so in Q1 of this year, they doubled down on their investment. They layered in an awareness objective alongside of that lower funnel shopping objective. And they lowered their cost per vehicle sold by 40%. Wow. So there's a massive opportunity, <laughs> and we just want to help more dealers sell cars. Yeah, I would say, you know, maybe this is a little controversial, but I'm sure you like that I kind love of stuff. That 100%. Uh, that, I mean, honestly, I think dealers need to kind of evolve their, their measurables um, beyond Google Analytics. Yes. To be honest. Um, that you know, you're just you're missing that that consumer purchase journey uh, when you're just focusing on the clicks that you're getting to your website. So I think one, that's that's huge, and then two, uh, dealers really need to start leaning in on their first party data. It should be the foundational element to drive all 100%. of your marketing campaigns, bar none, 100%. Uh, because you know your your customer your customers convert at a at a much higher rate than than conquest, and so it's it's just low hanging fruit that if you're not targeting your in-market customers, then, uh, then you, you, you got to evolve your marketing strategy in that direction. So I, I totally agree. And, and it just, it feels like a Pinterest can really kind of play a role <laughs> yeah. in that. You no, know? I'm excited. Hey. Yes. By the way, guys, this wasn't planned. We just, we're literally just doing this on the spot, it's, but it, it's, this is how awesome everything is. This is how it works here, right? Yeah. Uh, well, Hey, thank you so much. You two for taking the time to hang out with me today in this beautiful, sunny Tampa, uh, Tampa day. And, uh, yeah, thanks so much. It was this a lot of fun. Thanks, Jason. This is really good. You Thank you for having us. Right. Thanks. See Thanks for tuning in to the Matador Yachtcast with your host, Jason Harris. Don't want to miss new content? Be sure to check out the full podcast library at matador.ai to stay in the know. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Happy podcasting.